Welcome to Toffee TV. It is the club Hello. call. Phone in. It's me and it's John Blaine. And uh, we're here. We're here to listen to whatever you want to talk about, basically. And what we want to do is encourage, once again, you to give us a call because that is the point of the club call. That's the best bit. Well, that's the best bit, in. listening to other people. You listen to us all the time. You listen to us all the time, drone on. We want to hear you from wherever you are in the world. It's dead easy. Go on Toffee TV Premier. Click the link at the top and you can call us from anywhere in the world on a phone, on a laptop, on a iPad or other tablets that are available. Uh, anything, basically. Stick a pair of earphones in and have a chat with us because that's all it is, just having a chat with us. Um, yeah, whatever you want to talk about. If it's your memories of Bill Kenwright, if it's... Obviously, looking forward to the game on Sunday. If it's looking back to the Mayside Derby, if it's to talk about the 12-point deduction that the Premier League uh, want us to have. Anything? Rubbish. But, Give us 20. Well, let's have a, let's start yeah, with that. Sodom. Let's start with that. <laughs> the Telegraph have ran a story today, which needed three journalists. Why did it need three journalists? Oh, I've not read the article. I've seen the tweet. The guy tweeted as well, didn't he? Yeah. Apparently, he needed three journalists. Oh. I don't know why, because I don't know why. Maybe to go through a bin each. Didn't the article... Sorry, you've read it, you're right? Have you Part read it? of it. Okay. Did it did it say the Premier League recommend a 12-point deduction? I think the record... Because the guy's tweet said mm. they've demanded one. Yeah, demanded. It's an independent commission, isn't it, guys? Mm. Doesn't Isn't the clue in the name? It's all um, shock, horror stuff, isn't it? Yeah. But ultimately... But the headlines are written by AI, so that's what you get, <laughs> right? Um, but I, I, I can't remember who the guy was on Twitter, but he, he expressed it quite rationally which is just just think of it like a court case yeah. in the premier league of the prosecution and where the yeah yeah suburbia guy that's him yeah yeah he's a good guy he talks a lot of sense needs more followers i'm not sure he's fussed but he, mm. he does because he talks a lot of sense um but yeah go on ped what do you want to talk about <laughs> So that is that all, that what you're giving me for yeah. the twelve points. So no, but you were right there because what you're saying is it is a, it citizens is, of suburbia. There it is. Yeah, that's the guy. So I've just retweeted him. So if you if you want to follow someone who talks sense, go. Follow but essentially, this guy. what he was saying was in his post, and he's right. The way you've got to look at this, and where the way it's different from traditional punishments or the, the, traditional cases, is the Premier League are no longer, you know, the the judge the jury and the executioner is which is way the way they've normally just been the executioner here the judge well no they're not are they they're just the lawyer now they are or, or the prosecution they're the prosecution they're the they? prosecution we're they're the prosecution but they will we're execute the, the the result as recommended by the kc we are the defendant and you the independent commission are the judge yeah or the judges yeah and yeah, yeah. spot on both will present and the independent commission will come back with their, their findings and then they will lay down the punishment. And basically, any punishment's available to them, isn't it, really? Any punishment yeah. from yeah. from the lowest till to... So what the Premier League is saying is they want the maximum punishment. Well, the maximum punishment is expulsion from the league. Yeah. So they don't want the maximum, yeah. do they? Yeah, there are different punishments. There's punishments. Do you know what they can do? Go on. They can do... Suspend us from playing matches, mm. a points deduction, 
recommend to the board that leave matches be replayed. Mm. Don't forget, this is not for our commission. This is for any commission. Any commission, yeah. So, so if Jurgen had got what he wanted, they, mm. they might have said replay that Spurs game, right? But it was, what we suffered was a lot worse, wasn't it? Anyway, re recommend to the board that the league expels them, mm. right? So you're so bad and naughty, yeah. we want to throw you out altogether, yeah. right? Order compensation, which is an interesting one. Mm. Uh, cancel or refuse the registration of players. So that's your classic transfer ban. A conditional punishment, that's a different way of saying a suspended sentence. Suspended right. Uh, get us to pay costs, whatever that means. Mm. Depends. Yeah. And then anything else they see fit. Yeah. So, in other words, the commission has unlimited powers fundamentally to recommend punishments that will presumably be executed by the league itself. Mm. But the chances of the league hearing what the KC or the commissioners concluded and not doing it must be very, 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 very mm. recurring, mm. small. So, yeah, and we, well, we'll know what, based on the insight I got given by the club sometime near the end of November, I guess, what, what the outcome is, right? Mm. But we'll all see it as well. Yeah. Because if you've ever seen these, when KC, they do a report, and you hear what both sides said and what the conclusions were and all sorts of stuff. So we'll all know the truth one way or the other, won't we? Um, in the fullness of time. Yeah, there we will. But so it's whatever happens, particularly if it's quite a punitive punishment, mm. it sets the bar, doesn't it? Yeah. And there are other Premier League clubs following down the same track that we're near the end yeah. of. Uh, and I don't mean just Man City. Mm. Uh, and, and those clubs need to be quite careful, which is quite interesting when you hear journalists writing the Premier League's demanding this. The Premier League is the clubs. Yeah. So, you know, if there are clubs voting round a table to beat 10 bells out of Everton, when they themselves are going to go down mm. that same track in the next 12 months, yeah. it doesn't seem very credible, does it really? No, the whole thing seems very strange. Very, very is it a show trial. Do you think? I think, but I think it is. I think it's yeah. a show trial yeah. to so that the Premier League can prove that it doesn't need an independent commissioner and can just just have an independent body being the uh, who will have the final outcome. But it can govern itself with it within its own rules mm -hmm. rather than someone coming in from the outside. Doesn't and, that suggest that a political outcome would be a really harsh penalty then? Because hmm. I was thinking a show trial just to get the noisy neighbours off their back, yeah. you know of. Leeds and Burnley and well, I think clubs what, who got relegated and felt that yeah, if you, clearly if we hadn't spent 50 pence too much, they wouldn't have got if relegated. You, if you flip it on its head, the Premier League are basically shouting to everybody else, look, we're, we're doing it, we're having a go, we're trying, we're doing it, um, which I, in a way, I, I'm not... But this commission, or it, this, this escalation, if mm. you will, has been in the rules for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when government is saying no... We don't trust you. You're going mm. to have somebody overseeing all this, and that's your independent regulator. They knew about this process. Yeah, you can't simply pop up. The government or politicians are not stupid. Mm. You know, <laughs> we're about to 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 put something in we think is better, and all of a sudden you just beat ten bells out of someone. That's not, you know, that's that's a precedent, not a trend. Do you think you they've? Know? Do you think they've brought this forward and familiarised themselves with this with the way of doing it like this now, because? of the amount of complaints that have gone forward due to Everton. And it's almost, because we've heard of obviously other clubs, clubs have gone down. 
saying they were going to do this and going to do that again through the media, um, saying that they wanted it done in the same season. So they didn't go down. And obviously they have got the situation with Manchester City, 115 counts, which is extraordinary. And only half of them are quite trivial. That means the other half are really... Which is extraordinary because when you think about that, how long that would take to go through, that could take so much time. And I think Manchester City are banking on that. Um, Well, our one has taken time, hasn't it? Because the legal advice they got was the nature of the, if you will, the accusation was that Everton needed time to prepare a defence. Mm. And and you've got to not just be fair, you've got to be seen to be fair as well, haven't yeah. you? Right? So, so, so that means these things do take time. I really don't know why uh, Man City's, as, you know, which was, if you like, on the stat- on the books before yeah. hours, yeah, is going to take place a lot long afterwards. Mm. Surely you just take the, the one or two cases with Man City you think are the ones you're really going to slam dunk and see how you get on because if you lose them you give up on the other 50 odd don't you and i do think i think that's one of the reasons obviously you ask us it, it's a show trial isn't it it's a yeah. it's to go through the process and of course we don't know the real ins and outs of what we're being punished for joe public anyway doesn't really know that do we we no. don't we don't know what we're being punished for so it's very hard to 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 have a conversation about this without knowing the, whether we will or we won't get punished for it but it does seem Journalists don't know either, do they? No, unless they do, unless they, they know, not whether they know the ins and outs, but again, they're, they're generalising as well, in a way, which makes me feel like, do you really know what you're talking about? Do you re- the, way it's, the way it's being pushed? I mean, because 12 points is three more than you'd get if you went into administration. <laughs> yeah. Which is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. That's ridiculous, a, a club. Because what we're... If we're being punished for FFP, which again I'm, I'm, I don't know if we are. We're being punished for losing control of our finances or allowing somebody else to pay our our our, our bills or or facilitating somebody else to pay our bills. Whereas administration is when you can't pay your bills. Like I know which one's worse. Mm. There's in sporting integrity in the first one. I get that, and that was brought in because of what happened with Portsmouth. But to have a higher thing for that, it's weird. That just seems weird to me. That you would go after a club who's just trying to basically keep hold of the people above them because you've created a scenario where they earn lots and lots of money and you can't earn, you can't earn so you're just trying to keep up with them in a in a you know in a I, I, in a yeah, league that's supposed I, to be fair. I think there's a lot of assumption there. Yeah. Right, which as you rightly say, which is uh, driven by the media. Because there's been a correlation that's being made, isn't there, between whatever we've done and no one really knows what it is, but that given us some form of sporting advantage, which if you're Leeds or whoever it is, I'll just use Leeds as yeah. an example because it dirty Leeds, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, they they conclude, well, we wouldn't have got relegated if, if you had been sticking to the rules just like mm. we were. And therefore, we lost lots and lots of money as a consequence because we went down into the next division. Mm. And therefore, we're going to sue you for it. Um, the little matter of up to this point, we're clearly totally and utterly compliant with the rules of the Premier League, aren't we? Yeah. Because we're still in it and we're still performing. And we have one alleged uh, offence, which <clears> is going to be 
you know, independently reviewed. Um, none of that gives any cause for, in my opinion, a third party to start talking about consequences. Mm. Yeah. Because that's been tested in real court of law so often. You, you just don't know what would have happened. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the matter that those clubs lost was trying to get it um, sorted within a season so that if we were punished, then the impact would be immediate. Mm. And, and I do wonder whether kicking the can down the road, as, as, as they may have accused um, you know, the Premier League of doing, actually results in, if I'm Everton and I do get a 12-point deduction, I want it August the 1st, Yeah, not Christmas. <laughs> yeah, You know what I mean? You know, had we had a great start of the season and, and taken the points we should have taken, we might be sitting here yeah. going, well, still to be above Sheffield United, you know, or whatever. But we didn't, and no. we haven't. So then you're into sport and integrity again because you, you you're applying punishments mid-season. Well, I, I take you know what you talk about sport and integrity, and that was the next thing I was going to bring up. Someone has leaked this. This has got out. This shouldn't have got out. Now, well, if we're if you assume it's true, yeah. No, it, well, the thing about it is, if they have, I I do assume it's true. I assume that someone from the Premier League has leaked this, that that's what they want. I don't think you I do don't, a, yeah. I don't think you do a story in a paper like The Telegraph with someone like John Pearce's name on it and two other journalists' name on it if they don't believe this is true. I think this has been leaked by the Premier League. I don't, And I think this is the two reasons. Is Well, the first one is we went after them. And... and Number one, and sort of the same thing, we went after them. See, we're doing everything we can to push down on this. Um, and then the second thing is, is like, if it doesn't happen, to hold that over and go, we went after these and we and they've let us down almost. And to say, almost to say, well, we don't need, we don't shouldn't have independent commissions. We should be able to do this ourselves. Because the, the thing I think, if it is real. When, sorry, can I just interrupt well, a second? Because I think you're going down a good path here, right? And hopefully people listening will ring us about it, right? Mm -hmm. When you say the Premier League, mm. who... You hate that, don't you? I've noticed this. I yeah, know what you mean, I John. I know, it's I know. very generic. No, you do. I know you hate that. I know you do that about when we talk about the club. I know. Yeah. Who somebody, somebody. I, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of the Premier League. Okay, so the Premier League as a chief exec, right? Someone under pressure. Yeah, okay. But the Premier League is... is, is as a chief executive officer, yeah. he runs the the if you like the competition mm. on a day to day basis on behalf of the shareholders. Yeah, and the shareholders are the oh, clubs. Yeah. So you don't mean the clubs, do you? No, right. I don't mean the clubs. So, I mean the administration. It, so because I'm keen on this phrase, because no, I, no, I, I've talked about this with regards to Everton. That you know, Everton doesn't have general meetings because mm. an employee decided that she didn't like them. Mm. Right. So the same applies here. It can't be, can it? that an employee has decided, or maybe it can, an employee has decided to leak confidential information, if it is confidential, mm. to their favoured journalist or media outlet to put pressure on a King's Council to come up with what that employee thinks is the right answer. Yeah. I I, I think that's basically what they've right. done. Okay. And I tell you the reason... So they shouldn't be employed for long. Well, number one, we don't know. I mean, we're talking about this as a court case, but we don't know whether these are have the same rules as a court... You couldn't put... You're not allowed to talk about court cases. You're not allowed to speculate on them. You're not allowed... You know, you were told when there's high-profile court cases, don't talk about this on Twitter. Don't... Uh, 
you know, don't don't put certain things out there. Don't allude to things because it can sway juries or whatever. I don't know whether it whether it works like that. I really don't. But I th- think the integrity you want from the clues in the name, independent commission, is that it is independent. Yeah. And then you're not going to put undue pressure upon it. Mm. Right? Well, I don't think KC's fall for pressure anyway. No, no. For what it's worth. But, but, um, if this Premier League is trying to demonstrate through a test case with us mm. that they can regulate themselves and information which one might suppose comes from the mm. the prosecution or the defence, yeah, is out in, in the media, then yeah. they're proving that they can't do it themselves because they leak like a sieve. Well, like. the, there's two other points to this I just want to make. The first one is, I also think this sets a dangerous precedent because now... It's all Everton face 12 point deduction. Indeed. So you're getting that's the story now. They've, they've decided that's the story. Mm. You're getting third party outlets. Um, Everton, the echo chamber will kick. Yes, in. Everton yeah. face 12 points. Everton face. So everybody now believes who's not an Everton fan, they should be getting 12 points. If they get found guilty, they should be getting 12 oh, points. Because the debate's about the punishment, not about whether they're guilty or not. Even though people yeah. don't know what we're being punished for. That's right. So yeah. immediately you get that situation of you should be getting 12 points. And if we don't get it, if we if we get found guilty but we don't get it, then there'll be, this is a disgrace and it's corrupt. And what else, what else have Everton done? Um, so there's that side of things. But I just wanted to ask you about the other side of things, about if Everton do lose... This for whatever reason, and as I said, we don't know what we're being punished for. We don't. So we. So how can we talk about what what would be the punishment if we it's not don't? Stopping journalists, is it? No, no. That and that's that's the that's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> no one can say. Everyone just says it's an FFP. Well, apparently, if we've post been working with the Premier League for two years, how can we have broken rules if that's we've right. been working with the Premier League for two years? How can we break a rule when they get to decide? There was a rumor. I don't know whether it was. I don't know whether it was confirmed or whatever. There was a rumour that it had something to do with the stadium, some something to do with tax or something. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard that rumour, but I've not seen yeah. the source of said rumour. Yeah. yeah. So that that was a rumour, which which maybe that took it away from the Premier League and say, oh, we had not to do with that, so therefore we can punish it. And you know what? We've been watching you. Like, how dare you break a rule when we've been watching you and we give you this slice of hand? You yeah, naughty, yeah. Naughty how boys. dare? Yeah. And I I almost feel like that's. That's got credence to it, where it's like that's got a bit of credibility to it, where it's like, hang on, we we've been we've been letting you off here, sort of. We've been holding your hand down the path to make sure, and you've gone behind our backs. I almost feel like there's a bit of that. But what if we do lose, and we appeal whatever the punishment? How long do you think that will take for an appeal? I have no idea. I didn't know you could appeal. Can I think you, you can appeal. You can appeal. Yes, you can. Sorry, me and Baz so had this debate. There was an argument. Yeah. So you're right. Middle, of course you I know you argued about No, this. no, I, I've been back to him since no, no, no. I said he was yeah. definitely right. But you can this appeal. is the difference, though, and I think I am right on this. I think I'm right. You appeal to that commission. You can't go any further with it. Maybe that's where you we You can't have to, yeah. take it to the European Whatever. Court of Arbitration. That's the bit I think I... You can only... In the Premier yeah, League. You yeah. can only appeal back to them. Yeah, that's what... Yeah, which, okay. which... So... Well, what would again? This is because it's the first one. It's very difficult to answer. But do you think Everton could tie this up for the rest of the season, at least, and just get out of the season? Well, when when were we charged? End of last season, March. March. Yeah. So 
sorry, I asked the question because yeah. oh, I, yeah, I sort yeah. of knew the answer, right? <laughs> um, so it's going to be seven or eight months later mm. when we um, find a, an outcome that allegedly we might not like. Yeah. Um, it's hard to see how it would take another seven months. Yeah. So no, you no, can't stretch we won't it get to the, the end season. of the season. I, I wouldn't have thought so. Um, but I, me and Baz, we chatted about this and it being what it is, because it's about money at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. Surely Howard Webb would say it's factual. You know, it's a factual decision for VAR. It's not a subjective one. Mm. And maybe, just maybe, the issue is that it is subjective. No, because you said it's something to do with the stadium, yeah, which yeah. clearly doesn't count yeah. negatively against PNS, mm. right? Because it because of what it is. Um, and then we heard it's about something to do with tax or mm. whatever. So maybe you've got a little grey area where the capital sum might not be counted, but the interest yeah. is, and we put it all as not counting, and they're saying, oh, yes, it should, and all these sorts of things. But that that's a subjective decision rather than factual. In mm. other words, the, the rules don't explicitly cover it. Yeah. Because how many new stadiums are built? How many have been built? And how many have been built at a time when a club's under financial pressures to comply with these rules, blah, 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 right? Mm. So if there's, going back again to the uh, uh, the law and perhaps footballing terms, you know, reasonable doubt is like, it's not a clear and obvious error, is it? You know, we weren't, you know, it, and when I, I was recently with the club, I, I did wonder and I asked the question and maybe the fact that I didn't get an answer tells us something but maybe doesn't, was maybe we've technically breached the rules, yeah. but not morally breached yeah. the rules. And how heavy a punishment should you get for something that we've just helped them understand technically yeah. how the rules should be written a bit more explicitly, you know? Mm. Because an independent judge, which is fundamentally what the KC's heading up a commission for, right, is he'll decide, won't he? <laughs> you know, and... It is a he, I think, isn't it? You're right. But if he says yes, uh, mm. you know what? On the balance of probability and law and all the things I've considered, you have been naughty. But in the real world, judges do that and they say, and therefore I give damages of a penny to, to Baz mm. because, yeah, technically you're wrong, but it's not actually a big deal. Mm. So that would be fascinating if it came out like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it sounds to me that it, you know, for, for both parties to think they're going to win, it you would assume it's in a space that's subjective. Mm -hmm. And uh, therefore Rob you would appeal because maybe... If you, yeah. But but you'd appeal only if you've got different people to look at it. Mm. You know, like referees. Ask two referees about an incident, they'll come up with a different answer. But if you go back to the first referee, he's not going to change his answer, is he? Mm. Yeah, and maybe that's why the... Um... Maybe that's why they've brought they've leaked this because they maybe maybe the Premier I don't know maybe the Premier League feel like they won't win it and are, are, make, are making sure that they put it out there. I just can't. For that the, we really really tried to get these guys punished. I just for the life of me can't. Like twelve points is ridiculous. Like I, I just, you can't. That's like throw Man City out the league then. That's like saying that's like saying you go through a speed camera at thirty three miles an hour and they give you a six point five a six point the the twelve month ban. Yeah. It's like it it doesn't seem there's nothing out there that would suggest it's one count. There's nothing out there that would suggest that we've done anything wrong that would bring a twelve point deduction. That is that that's relegation. That's hundreds of people losing their jobs. 
That's a club losing millions of pounds. That's a, that's pushing a club into administration. Just to try and avoid a government regulator that you're going to get. Yeah, but like that's what it is, isn't it? That's what it is. Uh, Robert Jones on the Super Chat says, this just seems like sensationalism to me. We knew the Premier League would uh, recommend the punishments up to 12 points anyway. Um, I, I'll be honest, I even if they did, I didn't expect it to get leaked. And that's what it's been today. It's been leaked. And I just think that's a horrible precedent to set because now everyone will think that we deserve 12. Because people won't understand what this commission is. So they'll automatically think if we get punished, if we get found guilty, it, it'll be a 12-point deduction. And everybody will be then saying, but why didn't you get it? If The commission might turn around and say, you have broke the rules, but you've, but you know it's your first offence, governor. Uh, slap on the wrist, suspended sentence. If we find something that you've done it done it before, or, or if you do it again, this will be this will be played out. But I, I think that's I can't. Can you think of anything really where you no know, any kind in in football where you think oh they deserve a twelve points no. like the six didn't get twelve points. They didn't get one point because we were told you can't punish the fans. That's what you were, we were told. Well, if this comes into play, you're not only punishing the fans, you're punishing employees. Where you're... are all those heavyweight journalists now? Yeah, where are they? Where's the Henry Winters of the world yeah. telling us? You know, where are they? And, you know, and rightly or wrongly, I'd never really heard of the Telegraph guy, but hey-ho, right? But, yeah, where's your Henry Winters? Where's Andy Hunter? Where's, you know, so on, so on. Oh, yeah, that, listen... In, the guy's the guy John Percy. I think he's a Midlands writer. I think he does. He is he's Midlands. He's yeah. Forest. I think quite interesting. That's Forest actually. With a lot of, with the things Forest might uh, be having to do in the future. Um, but I do find it interesting that there's three journalists from the one newspaper. Whether there's credibility there or not. But um, as I said, I mean, listen. The what makes me laugh it laugh is. People, when they say, well, if you're found guilty, that's the punishment. You don't, people don't have a clue what we're being found guilty of. I mean, Liverpool, Manchester United, Manchester City, Arsenal, Tottenham, and Chelsea not only broke laws, they did it in people's faces. They, they, they didn't have to admit it because they did it publicly. They, they handed in their notice basically to the Premier League in terms of how, you know, they handed in their notices to the Champions League. And weren't punished in either. In either. And yet people out there can tell me that Everton deserve punishment because of a rule they oh, made. But, but, but the, the, the treacherous six did get punished because they weren't allowed on any... Oh, shit. Yeah. They're all back on them committees now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Soon, as soon as the spotlight got turned off, they went back to doing what they want. Mm. Really. You know, and now you get, you know, very debatable refereeing mm. decisions all over the place and everyone thinks this is a fair competition mm. <laughs> is it you know um and they get their new champions league next year and yeah. they all have hugely you know the the domestic leagues across europe if not including the premier league are going to be history yeah because there's so much money washing around in the Champions league you're either in it or you're not and if you're in it you've got far more money than anyone else you know, forget whether you're owned by a, a sovereign nation or not. You don't need to. You just need to be in the in the Champions League. Yeah. Oh, they get from next season the potential of the game to be to destroy 
itself. European competitive leagues is is we've seen that already this week with the talk that fr- the French league is not had an offer yet for the. In fact, do you think we should go for the French league? Yeah. Toffee TV. Um, right. bid for it. Get back, uh, Ned, on the commentary. Yeah. Uh, they haven't had a bid. The all the top. The other, I think the Italian and Spanish, something like this. So they've just had theirs, haven't they? Less TV, than, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying less than is a drop off of 7%. Yeah, or less something. than it was before. So you can see why they thought something was coming. That's why they would wanted to jump. And they got, they've got what they wanted. They've got the Champions League to restructure for them next season. Mm. There's going to be five Premier League teams in the Champions League next season. So fifth this season will get your Champions League as long as the teams in England. And this is why, by the way, remember we were talking the other day about all the games getting played on a Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the Premier League are bending over backwards to make sure the coefficient gets them the top two Absolutely. coefficient. You've got to keep the coefficient to get five. Yeah, yeah exactly. So we'll get a fifth next year. Because if that first season you only have four, you're bat- batting up. So imagine the, but imagine the Premier League this season. Imagine how much better it's going to make it more entertaining when towards the end of the season, it's not fourth you're after, it's fifth. So suddenly it goes from fifth to tenth of all got an opportunity to get in that Champions League. That makes the Premier League better. And that's what they're all betting on. So suddenly you... And then that makes the Premier League stronger because there's more money. Because more everyone because every game then is important because either half the league is trying to get in the Champions League and half of the league are trying to avoid relegation. So the Premier League is exciting. Yeah, those who... Those five who get in the Champions League will be the five the year after, the year yeah. after, the year after, the year after, the year after. Hmm? And if you... What are they going to do if Man United finish sixth? Yeah, they'll hope that. They'll hope that the. Uh... I mean, what happens if? What happens if one of the teams win the Europa League? Well, they'll take it, won't they? So that'll be. Would that if... be six? No. I, well, I don't know actually. <laughs> I think the answer's no, isn't it? Isn't it the frig that they did that messed us about? They'll say, no, they've right. changed. That's all gone now, haven't no, they? No, no, but they'll say the Europa League winner goes in and therefore yeah, maybe you still that'll have take five. the place. Maybe that'll take the place. You but... still have five, so you work your what's-its off to finish fifth and you don't get Champions League anyway. No, it's... it's, it's I don't it, know. Someone the has, game... Someone will look it up. Yeah, the game Six. Is... I, I, I'm trying to remember what I read when it first yeah. got announced, and it might very well be that the Europa League was it's an extra place regardless of where it is. Yeah. Well, right, we've got a caller. Let's get Rich on because we finally got a caller. Yeah. He's have all woke up. Yeah. Go on, Rich. Ned could have whispered in our ear instead of doing semaphore. Yeah. <laughs> That's for me. Hi, John. fellas. You okay? Oh, okay? Hello, Rich. Hello. Can you hear me? He's gone. Ned, there's nothing there. Can't hear. I can hear. No, I can't we hear. Can't. Doesn't matter if you can hear him if we can't. Oh, John, you pulled the pulled the lead out. Sorry, John's pulled the lead out. What lead have you got there? I've got whatever was on the table after you plugged yourself in. Amateur. Yeah. Wouldn't happen if Ned had set it up. Hang on, I can hear Rich. I apologise. Hang on, Rich, go on, mate. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang That's on. it, just pull my head hang off. <laughs> I'm all confused. I think we can see clearly on camera, people, that it was ne- it was Peddy. Can you hear him now? Buggered it up. No, it's the wires. The wires have all been messed up. Yeah, but I didn't touch wires. I just put things in my ear. 
No pressure, mate. You I know, I know. Time. That's the problem. I'm under pressure. So take I'm, your time. I'm, I'm, I'm... People waiting. You keep talking and I'll come and fix it. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's it's done. Go on, Rich. Hello. Can on, you hear Rich. me now? Yeah, yeah, can, yeah, Rich, yeah. yeah. It was a clerical nice error. One. Very much like Liverpool <laughs> against Spurs. It was a clerical error. Bye, Ned. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, um, it's probably uh, it's probably uh, better than what we're going to talk about now, isn't it? This chuffing thing. Yeah. This, hearing yeah um uh, but to be honest I, I don't really know a lot about it to be honest because i've only seen the headline um yeah. um and then i've heard you you fellas talking about it so i mean a couple of questions really i mean one you, this has been leaked and i think i heard you say ped that you think it's definitely been leaked deliberately yeah that's what um, ped said definitely definitely that's and, what i definitely um, said yeah yeah <laughs> so uh um it's, so it's been leaked. It's been leaked to put pressure on whatever. Mm. Um, but then the appeal thing. So am I right in thinking that the appeal, there is no appeal apart from back to the same, uh, back to the same commission? I, be- I, be- right? I believe so. I don't think. So it would could... it be? Would it be the same? Would it be the same judge, or would it, it must be somebody different to that, mustn't it? I mean, now you now you are getting into it to it because this is why this is what this is what's silly about it is the process has not been explained to Joe yeah. Public and yet it will affect Joe Public. But mate, yeah, I mean, hang on. So what normal what happens in a normal court? Do they appeal to a different? Yeah, yeah, different yeah. You judge. go, you go. Unlike if you if you get jury, you know, yeah. sacked at work yeah. or something, you know, you you would you can appeal, but it's yeah. not the same person that hears the appeal. Yeah, that heard the original thing. Otherwise, okay. it's pointless. Um, yeah, otherwise it's pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's just say that. Yeah, let's say yeah. common sense applies. Yeah. So 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 they they we we could appeal if we get found guilty, um, but it yeah. would be back to the same commission, but with a different different panel yeah the the, um, the second yeah. com- the second panel i believe has got uh yeah. danny murphy mark lawrenson <laughs> and graeme soon yeah yeah well jamie carragher would probably come down on our side but then they yeah, probably yeah. then he'd probably say well if i give everton 12 12 points then i can give man city 157 <laughs> points so he's just setting it up for the, for the man city one really yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, the the other thing was, I read somewhere, I can't remember where it was now, just um, like I said, I've, I've only seen really the headline, but I saw one of the comments um, just briefly that I was about, you know, this thing of um, Leeds and Leicester and Burnley still planning to sue us. Yeah. Is that, is that right? Go is, on, is, John. That, is that still being reported? Go on, John. I've not seen the reports for a while, but... The last time it was reported, at least one of those clubs denied they, yeah. they'd said anything. So it's, it seems to be journalists having a free hit. But but ultimately, um, if, we're, if we as a football club are complying with what the Premier League says, if, if any of those clubs have a gripe, it's with the Premier League, it's not with us, right? Yeah. And people in glass houses should definitely not throw stones. And at least some of those clubs are in a very, very precarious glass house. So, then it's yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, because I mean, that, that was one of the things I've been thinking really about this whole thing is, is, you know, it's all very well to come after Everton. And, you know, frankly, it's all been a bit of a crap show with Machiri. And we know that. And, mm. you know, you, you, you don't need to be any kind of financial expert to see why we're in the mess we're in. Um, you know, the whole thing has just been, really 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 badly run um for a long time uh but we cannot be the only premier league club on the edge oh, we're not. of the no. rules oh, so absolutely we're not so, you know so 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 if they set a precedent 
with us now and they they find us guilty um then then there'll be a lot of other clubs um you know either worried or you know trying to sweep a load of stuff under the carpet or whatever they do um to try and to try and not be in the same position as us so mm. i mean it can't be in anybody's interest for there to be a really serious punishment you know like 12 points even six points you know i mean for for a first offence for um you know a potential breach of of the rules that was you know it, like you said jonathan just now it's like subjective you know it's it's not really a clear cut case of yes you've definitely done this it seems to be a more subjective thing so there can't be in anybody's interest really to um you know to 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 really hammer us if we are found guilty yeah i think there's a couple of they're good points by the way i i, I think there's two things there uh, and, and one of them is a precedent the other one isn't in my view but mm. it's just the way i yeah. think if we are found guilty that shouldn't be a precedent because it should be fact-based yeah yeah it should you know, be on it's, every it's single it's offside you're either yeah. offside or yeah. you're not you either yeah. broke the rules or you didn't right the other thing though which is your point which i think is the most relevant part anyway is the precedent is that all the punishments are basically subjective in the sense of the commission decides what the punishment is mm. now clearly in the report that the kc produces he'll explain what the punishment is if indeed there is one and why it is what it yeah. is yeah yeah but that's the precedent and you're quite right um everyone from man city chelsea downwards should wobble a little bit because what it does have in case law, and though this isn't like that, but is you use previous punishments almost to to, to determine what the next punishment should yeah. be. So the natural conclusion would be, let's take this Armageddon scenario occurs and describe it the way you did. If we get a 12-point points deduction for one offence, how many will City get for 60? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you only get yeah. if if City are ninety percent innocent and ten percent guilty, so only ten of their cases stand up, they've still got ten times the the number of transgressions that that we have. Now we know that law often isn't cumulative. Mm. You know, you, they they might just get done for breaking the rules, not for breaking the rules ten times, yeah, or sixty or a hundred and whatever it is, fifteen or something. Um, but yes, absolutely, it sets a precedent and. If you t if you talk about throwing around, you know, we'll sue people. You know, yeah. we've been there before. I think as a football club, where rules have existed, we've been punished, and then no one else has ever yeah. been punished Absolutely. for them ever again. And that's not because the crime stopped getting performed because players still dive to this day, yeah. right? And yeah. and Nias is the only guy still, yeah, yeah. I think, who ever got punished for it. So it, it is crap, really. Yeah. Uh, that that there's politics in play here. That's uh, and they're having a go at a club that they think they can get away with it. Exactly, I, th I think that's right, John. I think they kind of see Everton as some kind of soft target, really. Um, you know, and whether it's to test out the process, you know, before they get to the Man City one, um, whether it's because they think that they can send some sort of signal. I don't really know what the motivation is. I don't believe at all it's any kind of great moral crusade um to uh, to uphold the uh, the profit and sustainability rules of the premier league um i i think i think that there are other motivations and you know like you've been saying um it just kind of adds to the uh, to the whole 
to the whole idea that that really the Premier League and football governing bodies in general are totally corrupt. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know that their motivations are never to uh, to develop or to enhance the kind of sporting credibility or the competitiveness or anything else of any competition. It's for money. It's for power, um, and um, it's for for other reasons. So, mm. um, you know, um, I, I'm I'm pretty pretty cynical about the whole thing, to be honest. Well, you, you and me both, and, and and the cynicism is probably founded on the basis that no one tells us what's actually going on. Yeah. Right, and I've said yeah. it about five times already. We'll no, all no, see right. the report of the KC, but it'll be after the event. Right. Um, and, and I think one thing that's interesting for me in all of this is if you if you look at us as a football club, there's a big game being played here, isn't there? Mm. You know, if you walked into into the Royal Library building tomorrow and said, you know what, lads, no, this this commission thing we're running, it's taking too long. Why don't you just plead guilty? Mm. We'll give you a suspended transfer ban and we can all get on with our lives. Yeah, yeah. Everton would probably take that, I would imagine. Yeah, of course they would. And, and of course, technically, they've admitted guilt, even if they thought they were innocent. I think right now, if if it is indeed the Premier League who are leaking stuff, which mm. certainly Ped thinks they are, I think right? They are. Then I think Everton have to double down and say, you know what, we're innocent. Yeah. We don't want any punishment at all. Well, we'll come on to that when... when uh... You know, we're not going to take any punishment at all because yeah. we haven't committed any offence. Yeah. And, and, and any plea bargaining games that may or may not have got played, they either have to satisfy the football club that it wasn't them and this journalist is just being speculative yeah. and putting one and one together and getting three. Or they literally... Premier League could come out and say tomorrow, couldn't they, if they wanted to? Not us. That's not what we've asked for. We, we, we respect the process. Mm. The KC can make the right decision in his own mind after he's seen all the evidence, Right. And we think that if the alleged offences are proven to be, you know, happened, then an appropriate and balanced punishment should be applied. Mm. But they won't, will they? Mm. They won't. They'll just yeah. go quiet on it all. So we're back around that loop again of momentum build, building up that everything in the Premier League house isn't as clean as it should be. Mm. And, and they're not doing anything about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good call, Rich. Thanks, yeah, good, mate. Good one, Rich, mate. Nice Thank one. You. Thanks, nice fellas. Yeah. Thanks. Cheers, Take Rich. Care, See, See you. Yeah, bye-bye. I just wanted to pick you up on something there, that uh, because I've just been sent a tweet by Upper Gladys Blue. Uh, very good tweeter, if you, if you uh, are on Twitter. Or X, as yeah. it's now called. And he went, he's just said to me, John Percy's a Leicester journal. Yeah. And he said, I know this, because he wrote some pro-Leicester nonsense a few years back, and I told him, and he blocked me. <laughs> I think he's actually blocked... Us on Twitter as well. Well, all you have to do is go onto Twitter and, and, and search for the guy. He's and you'll see his tweets are things yeah. like Jamie Vardy's not playing this so, weekend and what have you. He, uh, he, so he just put up a Gladys Blues just said to me, Leicester have breached FFP, reporting cumulative losses of 191 million over the past three years, breaching the FFP cap of 105 million in losses over a three year period. Just reading it now, yeah. 2021 22, 92.5. 2021, 31.2. 19.20, 67.3 loss. Leicester's losses in 21, 22 were more than double Everton's losses. Yeah, I'm just reading it, yeah. So, okay, that's fine. So the question is, that's obviously, as they call it, or could be construed as client journalism, as we saw with Liverpool over the Spurs affair. Quite possibly. Which is fine. 
which is fine. But do you think Everton, as a football club, should work harder to get their side of the story out? Because I think, and I'm not not like having a go with the club for the sake of it, but my God, do we take some flack as a football club? Mm. Some rightly and some wrongly, right? But what really annoys me at Everton Football Club, and I've been saying this, I think we've all said this, and we're going to bring Baz in now. Everton are like the kid who just takes it. Everybody else stands up for themselves. I'm with you on that one. And everyone pounds and pounds and pounds. And we just stand there, and we just take it. And it kind of annoys me because, you know, coming from... I have no way. Lot of, listen, the last 24 hours, there's been a lot of a lot of people have gone back and looked at the Moise era because obviously that was our that was our best period under mm. Bill Kenwright. But do you know what we all had right then? We all, we all, all to a man, we all fought for our football club. It was us against the world. It's what David Moyes created with Bill Kenwright. Bill Kenwright said to him, I haven't got much, but what I've got, I'll give you. Now, we can have an argument another day about whether that was enough and what he should have done maybe to get more, but that's for another day. But what I've got, what I've got, I'll give you. And it's up to and then I'll let you get on with it. And David Moyes created this thing of like, I am fighting for this club. You're fighting for this club. We let no no beds into this club. We don't let anyone talk about us like we're no beds. And we all fight and we all we all did. Mm. We all fought for our football club. David Moyes didn't let anything go. If someone talked about us, in the, he, he picked up the phone. You know, Arsene Wenger talking about Andy Johnson. What are you doing? Why are you, why are you talking about our player? You know, he's the Clattenburg stuff. We fought our corner all the time. And in the last few years, we stopped doing that. And it's almost like, well, we don't want you to talk. We don't want to talk, like you said before, glass houses. And it's been that thing of like, we allow this to go on, and we allow, and I know certain people at the club pick up the phone and have a go at them and say, "Listen, you can't, shouldn't be writing this or blah blah mm. blah." That's wrong. But we just every single day we get spoke about like like we're a nothing club, and we've allowed that. And that's part of the that's part of that's part of something that's happened at Everton Football Club is we are looked upon as being the same as some of these other clubs who can't don't have a right to be anywhere near us. Mm. Because we have no one fighting for us in the media, we have no, all our all our all the people who who it's work. It's not our own fault. No, that's what I'm saying. So we have people who work for us in the media, of course, and they're all good people. Don't get me wrong, but we don't have people who fight for us. Mm. We don't have people who stand up and say because those people, I'm afraid to say, have been treated like shite by the club as well. They haven't been looked after by the club to say, go and go ahead, Bass. Have your you have your say. No, Come on, have you got built, Ned? You got Bass's mic up. Yeah. It's building on the back of what you've just said. They were just listening to you before, and obviously with the caller talking about this. But you're absolutely right, Ped. It's people do defend the club, but it's all private phone calls. Yeah. And I think what Everton have got away from is doing doing it in public. The only one who's really said anything properly said anything about it in the last few years was Carlo. When they asked him about it and he said the Premier League are going to come after us when all this nonsense is going on with Man City and blah de blah started laughing. And people were like, oh, oh, Everton, I've said something. 
because you're right, we have got people who, who don't accept it, don't like what's been written, and will chase that up. But it's all done with private phone calls. Mm. And I think what I was going to say before was, if this does escalate to the point where Everton are given it, I, I don't believe that will be the case. A crazy but, punishment. But just say we're given a points deduction. I honestly believe, and it's building onto the back of what you just said, Pat, is that we do all have to come together then as one and, and make sure this is highlighted everywhere. Fans need to put whatever differences they have aside with each other and get behind mm-hmm. something that just says, you know what, we're not having this anymore. We've seen this on Saturday in a less to a lesser extent. No, we did see it on Saturday. We've been had off on Saturday over the decision and we're just expected to take it. And what some Liverpool fans didn't like it wasn't the fact when we were talking about Everton got done, because I've seen a couple going, why would the Premier League want to do Everton? They're no threat to anyone. It wasn't about that. It was the thing of like, where are you in the standing? Why would they be bothered doing that to you? And that's the problem. Our standings got less and less and less in the Premier League that now we can be talked about like a test case as if no one gives you case. And I've seen someone before in the thing and it's a bit like the Leeds mentality or the Millwall mentality, everyone hates us and we don't care kind of thing. Now, I'm not suggesting it's that far, but what I do think is Everton Football Club have to use this or we have to use it as a fan base if this does go the other way to go, hang on a sec, enough is enough now. This is one thing. There's numerous other cases here where clubs will be hauled before you. And it could be like the Nias rule, which was we get the kick up the arse and everyone else gets, well, we've changed the rules now. But remember when Everton got that points deduction? It can't be like that. And we can't, I don't think we can accept it as a fan base. I just wondered what you two think about how do we go about that? Is it, and I don't like petitions, but is it something like that where you actually try to get stuff newsworthy and kind of like uh, all come together as a collective to go honestly right right now we're coming towards the end of our tether with this nonsense what's what do you think about that? um my view and i i, I had lunch today with uh, steve carlisle and barry hancocks and we talked about this yeah. i suppose i'll try and just repeat what i said to those guys yeah. which is politely put if, if we feel that for want of a phrase that this is out of order so the mm. process better look squeaky clean. Mm. It better look, you know, that we have been naughty boys. It better look that the punishment fits the crime, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And if it's all those things, then we just have to suck it up and think, why the bloody hell did our football club think that we hadn't broke any rules, yeah. right? But as it looks, and as you said before, Ped, there's already a bit of games playing and going on about briefing favoured media, it just so happens it's a guy whose club might want to be the beneficiaries of what go and so on and so on and so forth. Then we go in two-footed, mate. Mm. There's no, there's no warning. Mm. You just go in with everything you've got, and this fan base, if nothing else, when it's riled and when it's all pulling in the same direction, is pretty much unstoppable, right? Yeah. You know, if, if our own football club and our own past board of directors thought they had it hard, that was when a modest amount of the fan base were coming after them. Mm. It wasn't all together, was it? No. And and if it was all together, football without fans is nothing, mm. right? We heard that when the treacherous shit, oh, right? Oh. I'm not even calling it at six. Mm. The treacherous shit, right, <laughs> got away with blue murder. He did. And 
even your Gary Neville's of this world, he's given up. He's he never mentions it really, mm. right? Carragher doesn't mention it really. Yeah, he'll have a go Man City, but that is Red Hat saying that, isn't yeah, it? Right. Yeah. But they're going to screw this game of ours up to the point where it's nothing but a West End show. Yeah. Mm. It really is. It's WWE, as you had your joke, you may have been closer to truth than anything, right? Mm. The, re the outcomes are preordained. It's all about entertainment. Mm. And what's your problem? The, you know, the grounds are full. Mm. Yeah. If you play for the right clubs, yeah. the grounds are full and the television viewers are great. But one night, almost imperceptibly, a light goes on in everyone's f in brains mm. and it all stops. Mm. Everybody goes, mm. it's not real. It's not real, you know. No, it's not. And the man in the rowboat gets to the end of the horizon. It turns out to be a bloody big, you know, canvas wall. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've allowed the three months, yo. Yeah. We've allowed this to go on though for too long, and I understand why. And sorry, this is above what's happening to us. This is football getting yeah, messed yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, of course with... it is. Double John... Ped, Ped, do you think though that we, as a collective, though we should, we should be raising it if this happens? Of course we should. Listen, this is I, we, I. There's always an element of truth in a story. There's always an element of truth, whether it's someone somewhere that whether said it's something. Matt Hughes yeah. and his werewolf face, or it's these three fellas. That is the opinion of Peter McPart. He has a werewolf face. You can't argue with that. Um, in your opinion, other werewolf faces more are available. Than you. I'm in a better yeah, position. Yeah, to be fair. Shut up, Ned. Um, the simple fact is, there's always an element of truth. With anything, and they've gone. It's to a truism that may not be true, but they've yes. gone to print with this, which, uh, which, and it might have been a flippant remark, but someone's picked up the phone or someone's messaged these fellas and said, "Yeah, this is what we're going to go for." As far as I'm concerned, I'm I not think it's quite credible to assume that's what's happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We're going to go for twelve point. We're deduction. going for twelve. We're going after these fellas, and you can you can print that. <laughs> you can take that to the bank. Well, they haven't and, said that last bit because the name would be there. <laughs> Yeah. And yet we we just sit there and say, Matt Hughes is a brilliant example, right? Matt Hughes is doing his job. I'm not going to like go and start being critical of him apart from the fact that he looks like a werewolf, right? He, he I'm not going to go, he's a this and he's that. He's doing his job the same way we do our job every day and we look at different things and people might not look like what we say about the football club mm. or, or, or where we shine a spotlight on the football club. People mightn't like that. That's fine. But I'm not. The point being is, is that Everton have to start reacting. This, you know, I spoke to someone in the summer at the, about the football club, uh, to the foot at the football club. I said, "You've got a team. You've got a team. All this around and say it's us versus the world. Totally you've got agree. to put this in. You've got to start coming out and saying, we've been back. We're going to get our house in order. And this is what when and and this is what angers me so much. And again, this has all been. Brought up in the last 24 hours, different people saying different things. Ex-mayors of Liverpool saying absolutely horrendous things to, again, cut the fan base in half. Like we're not allowed to have opinions about people and, and how they their jobs. Of course we can, but you can't come after the fact and say, oh, you said all these terrible things. The point being, in January, the Everton, Everton made a decision to alienate its fan base. Mm. And, and since then, it's never come back to try and bring those fans back. But if you want to bring those fans back, what you say is, we're going after these people tooth, you know, tooth and nail. And if Everton had somebody in place at the football club, it, Baz is absolutely right. I'm disappointed in Sean Dyche. 
from Saturday. I understand it's not his style, but I'm disappointed that after the game... He didn't go heavier. He didn't go in two-footed. Because you know what? Someone like Mourinho... Would have. Would have gone in so much and turned the story about Everton losing 2-0 into, look what this gobshite did. Look at what he did, not sending him off. They know it. I know he, he sort of said it, but he said it in a way that wasn't really going to make any headlines. Klopp make, said more afterwards than that, what Dice really said. And I'm not having a go with Dice as such. That's his manner. He tries to get across in a very mellow way. But I would have gone after him. I would have gone after him. Or I would have sent a player out. And I would have let him go I'd after have taken, him. If I was him, some of my touchline anger into the post-match press conference. Well, maybe, maybe what he said was to a couple of his players, go out there. And Jordan Henderson... You know, Taki as the captain, go out there and make sure these know it's not just coming from Joe me, it's Henderson. coming from three or four people. But I would have I would have hammered that point on Monday. Yeah. I would have said I would have rung up, I would have given an interview on Sunday to, We're not happy. I would have given an interview on Sunday to a favor to whether it's Paddy at the Athletic or Joe at the Joe Echo probably, or yeah. someone else nationally, someone yeah. nationally and gone, them, yeah. we're fuming. We're absolutely fuming. We're considering our options. In fact, this. I would have got Ashley Young and I would have gone. Go and speak to them and tell them why you're sending off was a disgrace or whatever. Mm. And I would have got the, I would have changed the narrative on what happened instead of coming out going, huh, it was terrible, wasn't it? It was terrible. That was all terrible. And that's where I think if Dice wants to, Dice got to play the game, haven't you? If Dice says he understands our fans, I don't think he understands them properly because he's been given. Well, he can't. We said this from the start. He's been given a one-sided view of what our fans yeah. are. And he's only seen a, he's only seen, an the element of us against the club. If they really want to bring us back on side, let's create something where us as fans are like, yeah, we are backing you. You know what? You've annoyed us so many times in the last couple of years, but let's. We've got a collective narrative it's now. Common cause. Yeah. yeah, we've got a collective narrative, mm. and I I think that should have started Saturday, and you can drive that on to this now. I think as a fan base, we should be coming going. And you know what? If the worst comes to the worst, we should all be outside the Premier League headquarters. Yeah, I'd go. Yeah. Like when we saw the uh, Crystal Palace fans that time, yeah. when they nearly went bust. I really do. But you need someone at the club mm. who can articulate that. And as, as, as Baz said there, we know the football club will ring round and we know they'll tell people off. No, 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 no. Get your main man out and tell them, on Sky Sports News. Get them out. Get Vinny down to the training ground. Get Vinny down to Goodison. Get someone outside going, no, 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 no. We're not win. This is a disgrace. Because that's what that's what Klopp did. Yeah. That's all what Klopp did. And people and applaud. He's, had, he's had been paid back with interest so far. And Liverpool fans might think, if there's any watching, that we sat it. We didn't sat here. We actually agreed with what Klopp said. Yeah. Apart from the replay, B. Which is up there here, near here, here or there, but we actually agreed with the stance of Liverpool actually could change things for everything else. Now, what happened was like what always happens: it becomes a one club issue, and maybe they did pay them back on Saturday. But instead of it becoming a collector things where everyone piles on and goes, it's time for change. And that's why some of this last fifteen minutes, yeah. and you should see what Tony has got to say. Yeah, we'll get Tony on right. Is it's beyond the little thing that's happening to us because. The more these faceless people get to play puppet games with this game, the more it's going to go down the pan. Yeah. 
and go and look at what's happening in Italy and go and look at what's happening in, in other countries. You know, very respected, long-established leagues are becoming a parody of themselves, aren't they? What's the, what's the worst? They really are. What's the worst? And you can... sit there in your ivory bloody tower going, yeah, but we're Premier League, we're immune from all this. You're what? not if you become too toxic for the sponsors. You're not even too toxic for the rights holders. Football is already getting away from the average man. The average man. I watched that game on Saturday. It's been gone for years. No, I know. But what I mean is, John, as I watched that game on Saturday, and I finally just thought to myself, what is this? There should have been two sending offs, and there wasn't a bad tackle in the entire game. Yeah. And and that's the point, isn't it? There should have been two sending offs, and there wasn't a bad tackle. Mm. And that is football. The the It's all gone now. It all favours them. It all favours the haves. And there's a lot more have-nots. And if we're just going to sit back as a football club and go, hang on, so you, number one, you give them more money to be on telly because you've decided they are a big club and they deserve to be on telly more, okay? And so now you're making the rules different so that we can't even... Tr- I know we can't trust referees either, but you've got a system in place which is supposed to even it out. The 14 can't even keep together. No, I know. Because yeah. the, it's like the, any... the, the clubs coming after Everton, right, are all in the 14. Yeah. None of them are going after Man City because they're part of the haves. They all have this deluded view that one day I'll be one of the haves, so I better not well, of course the, it's the, the apple cart. It's the watch it call. It's, it's mad. It's why people who've got haven't got a pot to piss in for bloody Tories because they keep on telling they're going to have this amazing lifestyle. Tomorrow. And they're not. They're Tomorrow. Never, yeah, you're never going to have. You, you ought. Oh, let's have a tackle for the rich. And wh- why does that benefit me? Because you might win the lot. Pottery, my friend. Oh, yeah. And I don't want anyone to take the money off me. It's never going to happen. And if you do win it, you'll be all right. Well, while we control their uh, pets. Uh, Let's get Tony on. Let's, Let's get, get Tony on. Let me just check. It's fine. It's fine. Do you want to run me fast as 5K last night, mate? I'm flying. Yeah. Go on, Tony. Tony from Chattanooga, which is the best name place to pronounce. Oh, we've had Go Tony on, Tony. on before, haven't we? Hey, you guys there? Whoa, yeah, yeah, whoa, loud. that was really loud. Yeah, go on, go on, mate. <laughs> right, I, do I sound loud or you guys no, sound loud? it's just the volume, it's no, just the volume. You're, Ned's you're, you're, the volume's jacked today. It's like Ned's sound of the very vibrant tone. Yeah, go on, mate. Uh, just glad Ashley Young got suspended. <laughs> oh, but hopefully yeah. this Patterson kid gets a chance to take away his seat at the uh, table. The cloud has a yeah. silver yeah. lining for, for at least one game, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the other thing I was going to give you my... Uh, and Astro's on the line too, so he can talk about this. But I'm looking at the 777 Partners uh, website. Been looking at that. We needed yeah. to call in. Okay. This whole nonsense that they don't have any money is a yeah. bunch of crap. Um, that they're not filing stuff with the English board or whatever is a bunch of crap. It's an American company. We have the same bylaws that you guys have. And um, I think the sad thing is now that Bill passed away, um, 777's coming in and they look at it as purchasing a very valuable property. Mm. You know, they're buying the stadium, they're buying the brand name, like if they're buying Levi's jeans or whatever it is. And they're going to look to turn the company around and get it to stop losing so much money. You're right. Does it I really am right. have, oh, Does it totally does it? I'm not sure it, I am not sure it does have the money though. And I, I say that as someone who's looking at the other clubs they own. And I, I only want the best for my football club. but And I wish they do. I hope they do have the money, mate. Well, they're going to have to prove it together. They're going to have to prove it. And if they can't prove it, which is what people are saying, again, we don't know if that's factual or that's just... If they can prove it and they have it, 
Bring them on, mate. They can be my overlord. If they don't prove it, they won't get us, right? Uh, but I, what I would say is i not 100% sure we do have the same laws. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of laws you have that we uh, that we don't have, mate, and there's a lot of laws that we have that you don't have. But That's um, a good point. But no, who knows? But, no, I, my point is, if you look at the website, so they're in the sports and entertainment, but their aviation is extremely expensive to finance. And then they're in insurance, which you have to have a bunch of cash to do. You can't just open an insurance, you know, company with like ten dollars and and start collecting fees. Uh, and they're doing other stuff, litigation, finance. So uh, it's it's a venture capital company, which oh, yeah, yeah. typically means that people are throwing hunt. You're like you can't become a partner at seven 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 by giving a thousand dollars. You're going to have to have millions of dollars to even get in on the game. Oh yeah, yeah. And, um, so I, I think everything's going to go through, but I'm a little concerned that they're, you know, when they take over, they're going to start looking at Everton Football Club, and they'll go, "Well, we got these other clubs, and how many people do they have in this area, and how many people do they have in that area?" And they may start to, you know, oh, they're going to cut the flat. well. We don't need the marketing team anymore, and we don't need the scouts. We've got our own scouts. So I, I think they would probably reduce, like, the back office staff. Maybe by fifty percent over the next three years. What? A, I, what they I, start bringing in? They just start doing. You know, they're not going to do the accounting mm. in Liverpool. They're going to do it in South Florida. You know, using their a, own software, having their own people. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I mm, what I would say is, and don't get me wrong, they probably will cut the fat, and John John will come in on this now because he'll tell me exactly what's going to happen. Um, but is the more of a case that maybe they might reduce the people at other clubs because you've got this Premier League club. They're supposed to be top of the tree. Is it might be a case, John, that they go to some of the other clubs and go, actually, we're going to use Everton's, whatever, whatever, ever to do this, or we're, we're or you know what I mean? I, I do know what well, you mean. Well, I, I would I, say, I would say that they're going to keep the top performers. Mm. So wherever they are, they're going to yeah, keep the top yeah. performers. That, if that, some of them are at Everton, exactly, they'll keep the top. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what I was going to say. You're, you're quite right, my friend, because whoever's got the nearest to best practice, yeah. Or if they're all best practice, yeah. whoever does it at the lowest cost, that's where it'll happen. Yeah. And, and all right, guys, it. I gotta go because the volume's okay, so Tom. low. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to YouTube and watch you guys. On YouTube. All right, cheers, Tony. Okay, mate, take care. Okay, cheers. Come on, Ned. Which way is it? We get deafened, or Tony can't he couldn't hear us. As he yeah. said, Ned. All right, Ned. Uh, fine, okay. fine. So go on, go on. But yeah, absolutely. Um, the, Clearly, if you've got a multi-club thing, there's going to be functions and processes mm. that are common. And, and Tony called them, you know, the administrative back office type yeah. stuff. Why would you have accountants everywhere, right? Mm. Or why would you have call centre staff everywhere mm. and so on and so so forth? Now, it, to my mind, it would be what's going to be most interesting is not what they're going to do, but when they're going to do it. Yeah. Because these are things that you do very quickly if you actually have you know the capacity and the resources in place already and if you if you talk about um what is the value allegedly in a multi multi-club group mm. it is those economies of scale and they talk about moving their experience and the stuff they've they've learned from running multiple clubs to run this club mm. better than it was being run before yeah now i think that is borderline credible right borderline meaning well you haven't been doing this very long so you, you may be a bit of overselling what you're saying but the principle stands true yeah that and he talked about scouting networks if most of the scouting networks have 
the clubs that they own, which are mostly in Europe and mostly in Europe and in places where Europe goes like South America, then you do not need to have a Genoa scout in Argentina and yeah, an Everton scout yet. in Argentina right. and a Vasco da Gama, da, 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 yeah. right? So, and, and yet we'll have people on the ground who speak the language because obviously got South American clubs and Vasco da Gama yeah, and yeah. stuff. So it'd be fascinating to see their plan, mm. right? And, and you would like to think it is to exploit all the things where you get economies of scale whilst keeping those things that differentiate the businesses from each other, which is fundamentally culture mm. and, and the players themselves close to home. Hence why you'll end up with all the sporting side is going to be run by Kevin Felwell, but he'll report into the guy group level. Yeah. You know, and maybe what group provides Kevin with is scouting resources. Yeah, yeah. It provides him with data analytics insights and so on you know so the data scientists at finch farm might end up reporting to you know uh, the group guy yeah. and, and stuff like that um and if they can make that work then the sum of the parts will be exceeded won't it and of course we're and not that's where that's where they will have a business plan that says look we buy five businesses for 100 million each and we make them worth 800 million no, of course we're not. The we're not the first. Are. I mean, you know, City Group are already doing it. Obviously, the Red Bull Group are already doing this kind of thing. You know, if they've got boots on the ground already in these different parts of the world, where especially where they've got uh, they've got clubs, then we don't we don't need them. And it's it is an expense you can you know Everton you you maybe other people don't see it. We see it all the time from different people. Everton have got Everton have let go of this scout and they've brought in this scout and they've they've gone to this club to get this scout and you're like well. If you've got scouts already in the place and they're good at their jobs and they understand the load, then why wouldn't you employ them anyway? I mean, that's just that just it's makes sense. Common sense, yeah. Yeah, it's common sense, isn't yeah. it? And of course, we can't share the major assets. We're not going to have a medical. We don't. We're not going to share like a medical team. No. You know, we might we might share information, but and I, and I I can't imagine saying like marketing teams. I can't. They would be. You're gonna have a marketing team. But it's gonna be massively stretched, isn't it? It's got to cover six or seven or eight clubs. So you might have a, a a marketing team maybe which is over individual marketing teams, which mightn't be as well, big. Yeah, strategy is set at a group level, mm. right? Because what will they be marketing? Will they be marketing Everton or will they be marketing Triple Seven Football Group? Mm. Yeah, and to some degree, it's the latter, isn't it? Not the former. But I mean, companies do this all the time. Yeah. That are multinational companies. Just think of that as like multi-club. Yeah. You know. So you you might have a global marketing yeah. director, but you're still going to have a marketing person in England. Coca-Cola needs to have different things yeah. for different places, yeah, doesn't it? Different languages. Well, different. You just talked about the law being different in the yeah. UK to the US. You're right. So you've got to have experts locally, but there are economies of scale and economies of knowledge. That I used to call it my day job, yeah. where you can stretch your resources in a manner that allows you to get mm -hmm. more bang for your buck. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, just referring to a, a, they're not feeder clubs, by the way. These clubs are not they're not feeder clubs for us. No, these are individual clubs that will share. Not just I'm not talking about seven 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 as such, but the City Group. I know they do have Man City's the main one. We all know that. But if you're everybody else, you're not feeding up to Manchester City. They're not. If they see talent, they're going to take it. But it's creating a global network, isn't it? It's a global network of of for someone like City, it diversifies their money as well, doesn't it? Mm. It spreads their money around nice. And we're seeing Girona uh, uh, second in the league, in the league at the moment. You know, Red Bull, 
listen, I don't know what the end game is for Red Bull. Is it to get Salzburg all the best players? Well, it has worked like that. They might look at it and say, could we eventually buy a Premier League team and it all worked that way? I don't know what their end game is, but they also have a racing team and they're diversifying yeah. there. Ultimately, it's to spread the brand, isn't it, all over the world. Yeah. It's ultimately to make you want to buy more cans of Red Bull. Of course it is. It's to get the advertising. That's why they're different, yeah. Yeah, it's to get the advertising on it on shirts all over the world. And eventually they will want, you would imagine, a Premier League team. And maybe at the moment that doesn't fit their business model because of how expensive they are. At the moment, they've got a team in Brazil, they've got a team in India, in MLS, they've got a team in Austria, and they've got a team in Germany. Yeah. Eventually they will want a Premier League team because that's where the, that's where the most money is. So I don't see it as feed. It's not feeder clubs. We're not going to buy, we're not going to go into 777 if it happens and suddenly demand players from all these different teams. In fact, it might work where we start loaning our players out instead of going to Oxford, instead of going to, uh, you know, Plymouth or whatever it else. We're, we're sending them to other, other 777 clubs. To play in the Champions League. To play, yeah, could end up <laughs> in the Champions League and then they come back to us and we know that they've been to a place which has got a shared mentality. Um, and we're all pulling in the same direction. I don't know. I don't know. You'd like if they make the model work, then if players are moved around, mm. so you imagine um, a, a, an Everton player for whatever reason ends up playing in Italy, mm. um, and maybe as we said in the Champions League. But when he's there, enough stuff's familiar, yeah, because of the way they do things mm. that you it makes it easier for you really. And yeah. therefore, if you can, and that's where I think Philippe Claire is right when when he he did we did the interview with him about he's concerned about multi club groups because of sporting integrity yeah, and the of fact course. that you could move players around. You know, you know what? Can you foresee? I'm making it up, right? That come January time, Champions League will have stopped by then, wouldn't it? Right for this mm. little rest, and let's say Genoa have got to the knockout stage. And Everton are solidly mid-table in the Premier League, not going to get relegated, not yeah. going into Europe. And all of a sudden, our two best players go to Genoa on loan. But we've seen this with the Pozos. That's what I mean. The one with Wofford. Yeah. They just moved their players yeah. around. Exactly right. And 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 that's where Philip will say, well, you're starting to mess about with sporting integrity No, there. you're not. And again, we've seen this with uh, Bournemouth and Lorient. Yeah. You know, Lorient's best player was available. Few people come in for him. Bournemouth just went and bought. They did the old. Uh, what what was his name? We bought. Was it Re- Remington or whatever? No, I bought. I Ratner. loved it so much. I bought the company. Oh yeah, yeah, Remington. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, thing. You know, it's the same. The same thing. He he went and just went. Well, if, if I can't bid for the player, I'll just buy the club and then I'll sell him. To, I'll sell him back to me, and no one else can have him. And yeah, there is a bit of that going around. And yeah. but that's what happens when lots of people. Well, not lots of people. There's only a certain amount of money in the world and everyone's got it. It won't be long before Mr. Amazon and Mr. Come to play. Google and, and all these companies start saying, we could have football teams and we could just put our sponsor on them and everyone understands what, what we're doing. So, um, I put a call into Elon, but he's not come back to me yet. No, I don't want Elon. He's a dick. I don't want him. Sorry. He can't. He can't get himself. You need, if you got you himself, want Jeff then, do you? Jeff, Jeff's Jeff. I'll be. I told you who I want. Mark Cuban. That's who I want. He's small beer compared to. I'll. I'm a, I'll take small. I'll take small. I'd have Elon. I'll yeah. take no, because what Elon would do is, Elon would do something stupid. Like he'd he'd go, he'd just do something stupid. He'd go, well, he's lost this week, so I'm gonna go and buy Liverpool as well. Then or you know what I mean? <laughs> he's daft. He would though. 
Whereas you want someone who beat feet on the billionaire with the feet on the ground. Yeah, Elon would say, let's do it, put it back the way it was in 1891. Yeah. Mm. He'd like, <laughs> Elon Musk would say, right, I'm selling Everton because I want to fly to Uranus or something. Do you know what I mean? He'd sell a player to build a ship. Exactly. <laughs> like he would have, he'd go, oh no, this is, he'd sell a player to Liverpool and say it makes business sense and all that kind of. He's a, he's a loose cannon and I don't know if I can cope with any more loose cannons. So, um, <laughs> Victor Kayam, that was his That's name, it, wasn't it? Victor Kayam. Victor yeah. Kayam. I was so impressed. I bought a yeah, company. Yeah, they use it. Everyone's too young. He used to do an advert. He go, I, I was so impressed. I bought the, I bought the company. Yeah, which was Remington. So, yeah, but, but, there you go. I've got to know what year it was. Yeah, now. it was, it was like eighties, wasn't it? Oh, uh, before then, wasn't it? He was it, well, probably seventies into eighties, but um, there you go, there you go. Uh, let's have a little look. Just see if there's anything else Ooh. catching our eye in the comments. Uh, let's have a little look. Uh, Sharpie, if you want to give us a call, he said he's just joined Toffee TV Premier. Oh, get on, lad. There's a link at the top where it says leave name in chat, and then there's a link. You just click the link. I'll give you five minutes to see if you call us. Unless you have already called us, and and we just didn't know. Um... David Taylor says, hello, gents. I'd just like to compliment your good selves on the tone that you set with your news and tribute to Bill Kenwright yesterday. It's very tastefully done, despite spite all of the faults. Uh, we should uh, we should never forget he managed beside uh, he he managed besides not being a multi-billionaire to save us when we truly were in the uh, stuff at the end of Peter Johnson's reign. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Victor was 1979 Was he, yeah Glenn Watson wants to know Could I confirm what type of werewolf He looks like <laughs> There's different types Was it Team Wolf Dog Soldiers Or the Twilight Saga Or Van Helsing Do you know what he looks like It's it's American Werewolf in London When he's in that harsh stage yeah, yeah. Between no, when he like, no, yeah, he's like, sitting like there and he Jack goes, when he's sitting there and he goes, ah, and then starts cracking, starts, and it all goes, it's like Jack Nicholson's wolf. He's just is it like fur. Jack Nicholson's wolf? You love that film, don't you? I love lo- all the werewolf films. You love them. all the werewolf films. My mum caught me once googling. <laughs> what? Caught you once? Have you got your mic on? Yeah. Go on. Caught me googling how to be a werewolf when I was about twelve. John, you can't tell me he doesn't look like a werewolf. Yeah, he looks like. In from Wolf. Mm. Him. Yeah. That's what he looks like. Someone said it before and I forgot where it was now. He looks like a werewolf. Um, um, wouldn't want to meet him the dark alley, would you? Hey, Ped, where was the sequel to that film you just mentioned set? American Werewolf in Paris? <laughs> yeah, correct. Wow. How clever are you? It's not a direct sequel. I love the fact that it's it's not a direct... It's just completely different Why people. American it's Werewolf ter- in Scotland. It's terrible. terrible. It's really bad. It is really bad. Terrible. It's based... He's a dog man. He's a dog man? Mm-hmm. It's an, yeah, I've seen that in the comments. He's a, he, <clears throat> he's a dog man, yeah. Yeah. Um, there you go. Let's have a look. couple... Let's have a look at the... Co- Sharpie, come on. Make fan the thing at the top and give us a call. I'll give you... T- I'll give you two minutes and then we're going. Come on, Sharpie. He's poor. 
He's put, yeah, this one then join, yeah, join the room with camera, but you won't be on camera. I mean, you did say that 45 minutes ago, so. Um, <laughs> let's have a look. Like the kid of Jumanji, yeah, where he turned into a monkey. Come on, let's talk about something other than werewolves. Go on, John. I Give us know. something to talk about quickly then, before we go. Well, Bazo always keeps the cogs well oiled. Oh, you, you, I don't know. What I... do you think about Jamie Carragher's tweet? Is it good that someone high profile, regardless of the city angle, is it good that he has said, hang on, if you're doing this to Everton, mm. what are you going to do to City then? Yeah, I think it is good. And we need more of that, don't we? We do. We need more we do. profile people. Where are you, Gary Neville? That's what I say. No, I think I think that's fundamental to everything, isn't it? I think it's the voices from outside that, that again going back to what we were talking about. I think you need def- I think you need voices defending you from the outside. Yeah, something that someone's not about the club. You hear that a lot. You hear that sort of a lot in terms of different things that happen around the world, whether whatever it is. You need you know you don't know you need more than just the people who are involved in it. You need outside voices who've got nothing involved mm. who've got nothing to do with it saying, This isn't right. It's not right. This yeah. isn't right. And someone should stand up for these people because it could happen to us. I've said this loads. Football is too football clubs are, think about themselves far too much rather than other people. Like every time there's an FA Cup final and it's being played at a stupid time or the ticket allocation and those fans, uh, those clubs moan and no one else backs mm-hmm. them. So the following year when it's somebody else, it happens again and it happens again. We, As football fans and as football clubs, we should be more united in this. And maybe everyone's just united against Everton. But maybe, you know, people should be looking from the outside. And of course, Jamie Carragher is looking at it with his Liverpool hat on. Well, he's never Tony in there. Yeah, but he is looking at it. Yeah, but he's, he's looking at it with his... his He's looking at it with Liverpool hat on, so he can say it to say, well, I'm looking at it because it's it's Man City, and what are they going to be punished with? But we need more people out there to say, hang on. Well, Baz just asked, you know, is it good that he's done it, mm. right? Well, and it I, is good. I, and I've got it in front of me, and I'll read it in a sec for those who don't do this Twitter thing, but he did it four hours ago. Yeah. And it's had, like, on average, one and a half million views per hour. So there's five and a half million people who've seen this that wouldn't have seen it probably, yeah? And what he does say was the Premier League or the PL won a 12-point deduction for Everton for one charge. Man City are going to end up in the National League North if the PL get their way. Unbelievable the amount of stories that comes out about Everton's situation, but Man City's, which has 114 more charges and has gone on for much longer, has gone very quiet. And he actually was replying to Mr Percy's you know, thing about demand and all mm. this, this one, yeah. Now, you do, you need outside voice, especially with the way Everton are now. Oh, well, Mr. Percy seems to have turned off his, my ability anyway, to see what he says. Oh, is he blocked you? Has <laughs> he blocked you? Yeah. Bloody hell. He's touchy, isn't he? Very much. I um, didn't even tweet anything about him. About Maybe it he's about... watched the show. Me, I hope he has. Yeah. We need more people because, and this goes back to what we were saying before, our presence in the national media is non-existent because that's what we've allowed. Yeah, we haven't encouraged stuff, and we also we also haven't put, puffed our chest out. So we're in we're in no man's land. We're in a position. A journalist told me years ago, people don't write stories about Everton because there's nothing to write. Now there is stuff to write, but it's all negative. Yeah. yeah. Because Everton don't create scenarios because we don't win anything. They don't create positive news stories. It's all, for a long time, it was all about the, the, the charity. But we don't, 
we've we just we're so it was such weird because we don't what's weird about our club is we don't use our own media as in the club media we let people like Michele go to national radio stations instead of coming to us yeah yeah and then push the narrative that way we don't have presence in national media (coughs) because the people like anyone who's on national tv like i don't know jags jags did on saturday he did not at one time say at that like certainly at our time why wasn't their player booked he stuck to the he stuck to the you know what ex everton players stick out like a sore thumb for being very well balanced don't they yeah because they know they can't get on because they know they can't survive on their everton cre- mm. credentials yeah, yeah. they have to t- leon osman's the same they almost have to be so neutral it's beyond the pale andy inchcliffe he's not neutral no, but yeah, because it. it's almost like it's almost like the only way I'm going to get on is you. you if you're a City fan or Jamie Carragher can do a Liverpool game and be so just be like, oh, Salah, yeah. Neville's the same. Oh my God, United have scored with high pitch, and no one ever goes. This is a disgrace. You you shouldn't do your games. You should do someone else's because you're so biased. It's unbelievable. And yet, if an Everton person was to go on Sky or go on the BBC and become that biased, people just go, "Can't have him on." You're you've got to be beige, and that's where we find ourselves as a in the media. We don't have client client media because we've we've well, we should have treated them better then. And because I'm watching Louis Sahar before on Sky, and he's talking, and it's like. He told we Manchester United, and then they asked about Bill Kenny. It was like, yeah, but it was like a little tiny thing, and it was like it, Everton had an afterthought because he he knows they have to be an afterthought because he ain't gonna get anywhere, is he? He's there as a Man United, ex Man United. He's player. there as an ex Man United, and they're all they all have to be like that. There's because and what happens is, and this is the flip side of it, the other people then won't say anything negative about us as a club because then they know they have to rely on us as a football club. So it's a very unique thing. And the only middle ground that we've seen recently is Alan Stubbs, who will stick his head above and say, these are a joke. But then... About the club. About yeah. the club. and But, but, but he's but, very... But he understood why Canate didn't get sent off. Yeah, but then he's very rarely on Sky. So yeah, then he... Sad, so, Ever, yeah. so Everton aren't using him. Yeah. Because he's because he out Neville Southall was like this for years. Very articulate and the opinionated, national, but no one yeah, would touch him. The national media are not going to use someone like Neville Southall, but Everton aren't going to use him. So of course he he sees then his potential earnings drop. So you understand the one and why people won't say anything about the club because they get all this. They're getting their they're living because of the because mm. of the club. Whether it be the tours after dinner, speaking, they don't want to upset anybody. I understand that as well. So you've got this weird thing of on one hand, national media, Everton people, beige, never say anything about them, and the ones who are coming out fighting your side are Jamie Jamie Carragher. He's the only one in the national. And people go, why do you? And when they say to us, why do you have him on the channel? It's like number one because he's one of the biggest pundit in the mm, country true. but he is actually one of the only people who fights for mm. us i seen a brilliant piece uh, about 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 january it was fowler wrote a piece about us and it was more critical than the, about everton's board than most everton ex, ex everton players had ever been and i'm like why is it taking an ex, two ex liverpool players to say something about our board that we mm. all know about and sadly that's the conundrum we find ourselves in at the moment there's no one big enough. All our anyone with any kind of credibility is gone now. Mm. They've aged out, really, haven't they? No one's won anything. 
in the last obviously 27 28 years yeah. so we find this thing now that there's, we don't have anyone speaking up for us or speaking up against against that means you can say what you want yeah maybe. you haven't got anyone to keep happy because you've already pissed them off over so many years well, that, which yeah. spins all the way back to the beginning of i think baz started it but mm. it was in reaction to your passion was let's get all the fans on the same side yeah we'll be the voice we'll be the story yeah that's you know? it get a person or get a, everton get a person who's an evertonian but who knows how to deal with the media who probably has worked for sky a couple of times and uh understands while we've been talking right yeah uh, that thing about the 12 points from a guy i'd never heard of yesterday but now he's blocked me yeah right? which is funny you've I done that's... your job you've I done think, your job. Think it's... you understood the assignment john <laughs> you understood the anyway assignment. so proper journalists like mm. our mate joe thomas yeah will go to the club and ask opinion won't they yeah and 40 odd minutes ago joe did a tweet which to me is exactly what we've been talking about because his tweet i think is him mentioning without referencing the club what perhaps he's being told by the club mm. right important at this stage to bear in mind this is the commission not the premier league mm. that not only decides whether the breach has been committed but also the punishment should one be necessary everton can also appeal should they deem the outcome unfair mm. how bland is that? sorry Jay, i'm not having to go at you yeah i'm, I'm no that seems to me like the official view and it's very bland because it's respectful of the process yeah but this is your classic, isn't it? You're playing the game appropriately. You, mm. you don't compromise the commission. You don't do any rhetoric. You don't yeah. do any propaganda, blah, blah, blah. But the guys against you are, right? Yeah. And that's when you have to start fighting back at some stage, don't you? Yeah. It's too late to get totally turned over because the politics has done you, yeah? Mm and find yourself fighting a 12-point deduction when you feel you shouldn't have had any and arguing it down to only six and thinking you've done all right because mm -hmm. it could have been worse, it was 12. Because that's the point when, you know, if we are found guilty and the subjective punishment is what we appeal against, yeah. well, A, if you do that in some sports, they make the punishment bigger because you've mm -hmm. appealed. Yeah, yeah because they don't want you appealing. Therefore, if you lose your appeal, it's an even bigger punishment. Yeah. And you find yourself sucking it up. And in actual fact, preemptive retaliation can be very successful. Mm. Don't mess with me. And that's what Sheikh Mansour did a number of years ago. Mm. He let it be known to all and sundry, he will spend every penny he's got rather than get found guilty of these things he claims they haven't done. Mm. And then your Premier League, and it wasn't them at the time, was it? But it was UEFA, had to think, do we really want to spend hundreds of millions yeah, yeah. of pounds yeah. to maybe not even win? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. That's that... what United done. This got, when they got in and that was, we were arguing over the takeover, yeah. they employed high-profile legal people. That's right. And the Premier League all of a sudden dropped it through their triple every to sleep and then got out. Yeah. Oh, I put it through, but I'm resigning to you. Gone. Oh, it's his decision. It's gone. And then they said, when Eton comes back, we will take you to the highest court. Mm. It's all gone quiet. Mm -hmm. Don't get Newcastle still under investigation over the South. Yeah. And the Man City. Yeah. It's it's in the same filing cabinet as Man City. Well, that's it, isn't it? That's the thing. And I know Everton don't do this. And we're going to, we are going to wrap up now. I know Everton don't do this. And this has always been their policy for 
far too long is. It was Bill's approach. Yeah. Don't comment on rumours. It's dignified. Keep quiet and so on. It's be dignified. But that's not the modern way media works. And you can see that with this this leak. That's not how modern, how it works. It's played out in public on social media platforms. Of course it is, and it plays out in real time as well. It's a court of public opinion. It doesn't play out on Friday when we seem to have this thing of, we don't say nothing till we get to a press conference that we have to do. And then it's all thrown on the manager. We yeah, allow period time, so we yeah. allow everybody else to talk about us in the week. And then when we get to a preview, uh, he gets hit with it. All. He gets hit with it, and he doesn't say nothing about it. Question, won't he? he and he won't get say this question. So, and then you can, then you want, and the journalists are like, "Well, hang on, this has been building all week. So you've got whatever, all these different things. You have Canati and all this, and we allow this to build all week. And then he says, and then you wonder why the journalists are like, "What's the point? Journalists are just thinking, well, I'm not getting." So Everton have got to start dealing with this in real time. Dead, dead easy, you know. Go on, John. Tell me how. Well, it is, yeah. right? I mean, a number of journalists will turn up at Finch Farm tomorrow, is it? Yeah. Right? Is it tomorrow? Might be Friday. Okay, whatever. Whenever it is, right? And they're all got to go up and have tea and stickies, nice cups of coffee, not mm. have to pay for them. They'll all be free, right? Because we'll look after them really, really well. Tell them that the sausage rolls and mm. everything. And if you come half an hour early, the sporting director will talk about this 12-point deduction mm. so you don't have to hassle the manager you can talk about sporting things with mm. the manager and kev briefed by his media people briefed by the lawyers whatever mm. goes in two-footed yeah but the the message is yeah, yeah very disappointed that in a broadsheet newspaper which has great credibility these sorts of things have been talked about mm. about a process that's already started and we have to conclude that briefing is being done which is not in the spirit of what this is supposed to be about. And we call upon those involved parties to comment about it. Hmm. And the, the audience say, who do you mean the Premier League? Damn right we mean the Premier yeah. League. Who else is it? Right? It's not the KC, is it? Blabbing. Yeah. Right? P.S. Where are we up to with Man City? P.S. Where are we yeah. up to with Newcastle? Please... Yeah, but yeah. talking about the former ones and the, the guys who are coming down this tunnel with the light at the end that we're nearly out into the yeah. daylight, right? But there's a load of guys queuing up behind us. Come on, your well, journalist, ask the question. Ultimately, if this can get out about a, about a 12-point Nothing secret, is it? Then why, you're absolutely right, why can't someone at Everton, someone in a position of power who's not the manager, speak to these people off the record and say, where's all your stories about Man City? What's going on? Sorry, what I've just said yeah. is off logically. No, no, you're right. Record. You're right. I'm just repeating it back to you. Yeah. Why? Why? What's going on with Man City? How come you're not writing any stories about Man City, lads? What's going? What's going on there? Oh, that's two years. Yeah, away. yeah. Well, yeah. well. So, so who told you? Who told you we were getting a twelve point deduction? I just like you know, and you know, if you want to, if you want to, maybe put some of this, a non, you know, someone within the club is not a source within the club has asked. Where this twelve point deduction story come from? Maybe you can print that if you want. Yeah, absolutely. All off the record, because that's that's where we are now as media. And I think this is something Everton. And I am serious. Give them nice coffee and tea and stickies as yeah, well. Of course. But this is this is they what Everton genuinely, I believe, have got to start waking up to. Is the media doesn't stop. It can take. There's rolling stories. Every... They need content. Uh, Twenty four yeah. hours and a this, day. You, and I'm not being funny, right? This you can't. This proves it. Yesterday, we have the death of our chairman. And today, 
the same people are dragging us through the mud. Yeah. This that with less than twenty four hours yeah. after we put out a statement saying our chairman had mm. died. And today we've got them like there's no respect period. That's there's no like respect you, was the word that popped into my the head. The club came out and said we're in mourning. And yet they couldn't wait twenty four hours to put a story out saying you're, yeah, you're, but Thursday and Friday stories are queued up. They had to do this yeah, one today. But there's no respect, and there's not no, wait. The club's right. in a morning period, yeah. You, and you could not even respect that. And that's what we're fighting. That's literally what we're fighting. So we've got to start fighting back now I agree. and start having the and start totally agree. And that means that that means that something's got to change at the club. The culture's got to change at the club. The nicey nicely approach of oh we need the media. You fucking don't need the media. Don't no, need, you need. Don't need legacy you've got, media. No, you've got. You've got thousands of fans with one of these in their hands, right? You can do the job for you, and I mean that. Millions. I mean that. Look what. Baz, it's not even that, mate. It's not even that. Why do you think Saudi Arabia and Qatar? does what it does because what it does is it weaponizes fan bases it weaponizes fan bases so half of their fan half of newcastle fans have got saudi arabia flags in their bios yeah yeah like with the stuff that goes on in these countries you've got to weaponize your fan base and if you ask anyone what sports washing is that's what it is weaponize your fan base weaponize your fan base to go after these people to go who the fuck are you who are these people who are you we're going to weaponize all that, but you haven't, because what our club has done, sadly, is it's turned its fan base against itself. And actually, in January, it weaponized the fan base to go after it. It did. And it's got to learn from that, and it's got to start fighting fire with fire and saying, we've had enough. We're going to back our fans. We're going to tell them exactly how we feel. We're going to get... We're going to do interviews. Look at the... Look what come out of the podcast with Julia. I listened to Kevin Felwell and I listened to the manager and I listened to Seamus, who I didn't need convincing on Seamus. But those two, I thought, his two fellas were fighting for this football club mm-hmm. because they're honest, they, they've been really relaxed in those interviews and you can tell it means something to them. Give me more of that. Mate, the podcast, okay. Felwell and Dyche. Give me more of that. They both come across exceptionally well. And stop being... Let's the, give them the support day to day. Stop acting like the BBC from the fifties. <laughs> oh my God! On tonight's news, it's yeah. you've got to start. We live in a completely different media landscape, yeah. where we control the narrative as fans and as fan media or independent media or whatever you want to call it. It's been proved. You had the you had Man United player, ex-Man United player, last week saying that the reason why Manchester United in the state they are is because of Mark Goldbridge. Mark Goldberg must be sitting there going, thank you very much. You have just given me. I mean, it would help if the player himself had any kind of stature. But you've... Mark has more followers than he does. Of course, yeah. Mark, more, more Man United yeah. fans will know Mark Goldberg than Paul right. Parker. Absolutely. Paul Parker's famous because the ball hit him on the arse and flew over Peter Shilton in the 1990 <laughs> semi-final for England. That's the You're reason on he's now, famous. No, I know, but you've got to. And instead of... Instead of doing what you've done, Everton, for years, which is like go after people, like turn your back on people. Like you. Like, well, yeah, like me. Yeah. You know what? I'd fight all day for this football Damn club. Right. And I mean that. I'd get down in the mud and I'd fight for this fucking football club. And I mean that. And everyone in this room knows that because we all would as well. And so turn people like me into people who will fight for you, not against you. And the minute you realise that, the minute 
honestly, that this fa- that this club can start turning this shit show around of letting these knobheads say what they want about us because that's what they do mm-hmm. every yeah. single day. Go on, Baz. Baz can have the final say. No, no, it's the, Go on, no, the final no, no. say. But you're absolutely right. Yeah. If they're coming after us, they're coming after one of those stupid lines out of a film. But you know, they're coming after our family, aren't they? Yeah. Which is what they're La trying familia. to do. You've just said it. Spot our on. chairman, death was announced yesterday. I don't care yeah, what your the... views on Bill Kenwright are as a chairman. He deserved that dignity. His family deserved every, it. The football every club fan base gave it to him. The football club. These well, an ex mayor didn't, but everybody else did. Joe, the football club. The football club deserved that. And this knobhead has come out with this story today, <laughs> and therefore that should turn every Everton fan to go. No matter if you've got Everton fans on X, Facebook, whatever, who you don't even like, you're all fighting the same cause. We That's can't just sit back the enemy's anymore. Enemies on the outside. Mate. Well, let's listen. If the football club, <laughs> if, hang on, if the football club aren't prepared to to go, please go and do this. We have to do it because let's be honest. All of the people in charge of our football club may come and go, yeah. but Everton will be in all of our lives forever. That's true. And therefore, we've all got a phone. We've all got a laptop. I see this with and on a much lesser thing with any kind of. Um, who scored the best goal or who made the best save if it's a certain club's yeah. player in there they win it because all their fans are ready at keyboards yeah. ready to go Arsenal fans you can't put you put one thing up one second later they're coming after you or they're voting you know where uh, mm. the greatest ever goal was by Chris Kawamia in 1993 or so you know what I mean all of that stuff we are a very engaged vociferous passionate emotional fan base I agree and maybe it's about time we all stuck together and went you know what print journalism and these fellas are uh, uh, dinosaurs that done the end of the year for them mm-hmm. coming after printing nonsense stories disgustingly close to yeah. we're a period of mourning for the football club without a care in the world the club should put something out the telegraph and no longer welcome at our football Death club out. disgusting Death stay out. away daily let's yeah. do it no yeah. but Klopp wouldn't do it with that scum of a paper Klopp went sorry who do you wait I'm not speaking to you yeah. to that and that was it end of story and I think Everton need to do it that's, that's my and rant just to over. prove a point just to prove a point we've got someone in the comments called Super City who is basically Doing everything we've just said, fighting the corner for his club, telling us all the reasons why we're wrong, saying that they haven't been proved. And you know what, mate? That's you're right. fine. You're that's right. your that's your yeah. that's you're, your right to say damn, that. Damn right, you're and right. And you're fighting the yeah. corner, and it's almost like somebody's got someone's told somebody that we're doing a show, and we've been talking about Manchester City because here you are, I've never seen you before in the comments, and you're here, Super City got a City badge, and you're telling us why City are innocent, and that's your right. But there you go, that proves everything we've just said. But we're not even. Going on. No, we're not. But just saying, the friend, they they are high profile up there. We got one shard, and all the stories are about us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It? It's yeah. about journalism, not about sissy. Yeah. There you go. Big thanks to everyone for watching. Big thanks for the two callers. Uh, do you know what? What's Hit the point? Like What's the point in having a club call if you're not gonna call it? Hit the like button, subscribe, Super City. You better subscribe to this channel. <laughs> you better subscribe to this channel. Blues need to keep together. Yeah. Yeah. And all the Evertonians, make sure you're following us as well because we have to stick together now and go after these people. They're the corrupt ones, not us. See you later. <laughs>